Hello friends and welcome to a festive special edition of Black Band T-Shirt Podcast. The podcast not brought to you by the international ranking crisis of 2008. Uh, my name's Ollie Connors and I'm joined by my psychic and best friend, Chris Morant. Hello. How are we tonight, How are we tonight Chris? Yeah, good. Excellent, <clears throat> excellent. Okay. And talking of international crises, uh, it is Christmas 2020. Christmas and one of the weirdest and most depressing years we've ever experienced. And it, Christmas will be no different. Yeah. Um, how, are you, how are you spending yours, Chris? Uh, I mean, we, we were spending Christmas Day itself uh, at the flat on our own anyway. Um, so that's not changed. It's just that we won't yeah. see anyone else at any time, either. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christmas is a time for family, except when you're in tier four. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you're, you're, we're all in this together, though, and, um, you know, we decided to treat you to... Um, a slightly different approach to our podcast. We're planning on doing, on doing more of these top fives, but um, basically uh, for bands that have sort of four, uh, four or less albums, we're going to do a top five songs. And uh, before we started um, the podcast, we did a pre-pilot uh, sort of test of uh, how this was going to go. And uh, we took on our top five Ruben songs, which is what you're about to hear. Um, apologies for some ver- some dodgy sound quality. Um, we did our best, but uh, we were recording over Skype at the time. Um, our current method is much better. But um, yes, uh, hope hope you're all well and having a good Christmas. Enjoy the episode. Um, I think we uh, do all our shout outs, but um, this will tide you over while we're waiting for uh, the Björk episode, which will arrive uh, early in the new year. Um, and um, we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy top five Ruben songs. This is really, you picked a really fucking hard one to pick out in one day. <laughs> well, my top five is quite easy, but anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Hello. Hello. We thought we'd um, start with, um, as our pre-pilot test, um, our five favourite songs by another band from Surrey called Reuben. Uh, some of you may be familiar with that name. Some of you may, may be familiar with their frontman, Jamie Lenman. Um, he of um, generally being a bit of a legend, despite trying to put on gigs during COVID. Um, that was a- that was that was a bit shitty, wasn't it? Let's let's be real here. Um, no, uh, love you still, Jamie. If you ever listen to this, which I doubt you do, you're listening to all the weird stuff you put on shuffle. Um, yes, so we're launching this by discussing our five favourite Ruben songs. Uh, Chris, before we go into it, just general opinions, thoughts, musings on the band Ruben. Uh, personally for me, game-changing, like, completely changed how I thought about British rock and kind of heavy rock music at the time. Uh, yep. I suppose when I, because I really got into them on, on Very Fast, Very Dangerous, 
mm-hmm. which was when we were in sixth form. Uh, and so I'd only really been into kind of heavier music for a couple of years at that point in any capacity. And to hear a British band that sounded like that was a, uh, it was just like nothing else. Come Absolutely. Perhaps even one of my choices is, is very much for that reason. Well, I think um, I think I'd been into that scene for a little while beforehand, before I really got into Ruben. Like um, the first, uh, the first sort of British heavy band I really listened to. Well, past the likes of like the mainstream, more mainstream stuff like Placebo, Muse, Feeder, and Idle Idlewilds, that sort of thing. Um, the first bands of Ruben's ilk I listened to were Hundred, hundred Reasons. And then off the back of them, um, I got into Biffy Clyro, Million Dead, Headed for Heroes, um, Et Al. But Ruben, yeah, as you say, really struck a chord with me because they were doing, you know, fucking fast, furious, heavy Nirvana Foo Fighters-esque riffs with these amazing melodies. And sort of, I think what, what um what I first liked about Ruben is that Jamie Lemon has a a, a a a wonderful voice, but I'm not the I'm not, I'm not the most talented singer, but I could sound like him yeah. <laughs> quite easily. <laughs> so they were they were very accessible. Yeah, for someone um, like I was just starting to dip my toes into songwriting at the time as well, and was obviously surrounded at that point. It was all very much the kind of American. Uh, like MCR, Fallout Boy, Panic at and Disney. even and even um, British bands that wanted to sound American, yeah. like Lost Profits. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, sorry, who? Um, so, <laughs> I, so I, yeah. So to hear a voice like that, especially as a fairly deep-voiced fellow, uh, trying to get comfortable with that as a singing voice. Yeah, exactly. Like you say, that was something that made it suddenly seem a bit more something that you could actually do and would sound quite good. Mm. Yeah, and um, I know know the answer to this already but do you agree with me when I make the statement Ruben are perhaps the most underrated band in the history of music Uh, yes I feel I would would kind of add into that like they're they're still the, the band that I feel the most hurt by the fact that they were cut short yeah, they had so much more that they could have given or Absolutely. achieved. I don't think we got the best of what they could have done. No, no, and um, and while um, their members, their constituent parts, have gone on to decent things, like I quite like that Freeze the Atlantic record. I like some of Jamie's solo stuff. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of um, of his solo stuff. Devolver was pretty good, but on the whole, I just miss Ruben. Yeah. <laughs> um and um yeah, but Jamie Lemon's status as a cult hero is um com- um undoubted and completely deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, still, for me there's still no one to see live that I get as excited about seeing almost just as much for being in the same place as that man as mm. hearing the songs. Yeah. There's yeah. something about him that he manages to make everyone who's there just feel completely welcome and like it's a fun atmosphere. Uh, yet, whilst equally being one of the most cynical men I've ever seen on stage, as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination. Oh, I mean, 
we're going to get into a cynicism yeah. when we when we when we go into the tracks and my is it a mighty thing uh yeah talking of which um we should get started on uh, we couldn't rank their albums uh, as is the usual theme of this podcast because they've only got three uh and a b-sides compilation so um would be quite a short podcast really um so we've decided to do their top five songs and um <clears throat> Firstly, though, we're going to go through some honourable mentions because choosing just five Ruben songs is nigh on fucking impossible. Um, so we've got a few to shout out. Chris, do you want to do yours first? Yeah, I'll go for it. I was so in over this this last twenty four hours when we decided to do this, I was finishing school reports and doing this, and this was more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I don't I don't know whether to reveal this or not yet, but there is an album which I haven't featured any songs from in my top five. Um, I get the feeling that it's the same album and uh, cool. as I haven't featured any songs from in my top five. We'll see. I'm not so, sure. So can we? Okay. All right. I'm Fine. not. Sure it is I feel very conflicted. What I will say is that the, you'll know straight, okay, I'll start, I'll start from the beginning. So my honourable mentions, I have six honourable mentions, because I came up with 11 in my shortlist that I then had to whittle down to the five. Fucking hell. Right. My honourable mentions, there are four, all from the album that I haven't got in my top five. Yeah, okay. I think you're going to hate me. <laughs> uh, I had to just, because we only had a short time, I had to just go on instinct of realistically, what are my favourite ones, instead of, which ones should be my favourite ones. Yeah. Right? Okay. So the honourable mentions from Race Car is Race Car Backwards are No One Wins the War, Stuck in My Throat, Fall of the Bastille, and Let's Stop Hanging Out. <laughs> Christopher. Okay. Yeah. It's not the same album. <laughs> I, I knew it wouldn't be, and I, I'm not sure how I feel about myself. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, so, um, yes, I will give a shout out here to In Nothing We Trust, um, which I haven't included in any of my top five songs, but, um, definitely want to give a shout out to, um, Deadly Needful Ninja Assassin and A Short History of Nearly Everything, both utterly wonderful songs. Um, what else? I mean, Absolutely want to get give a shout out to possibly top five Christmas songs ever. Christmas is awesome. Of course, that wasn't on my shortlist, but yeah, absolutely should be. Yeah, um, that's definitely in my um, um, in my honourable mentions. And yeah, stuck in my throat's another one. That's the first Ruben song I ever heard on Scuzz TV. <laughs> if you if if those out there in listening land remember that um, great TV channel. Um, so much missed, their man P-Rock, um, you know, pour one out for my lost homies. Um, but yeah, um, and, and anything else you got there in honourable mentions? Uh, a couple from Very Fast, Very Dangerous, which is uh, Alpha Signal 3 and Boy. I re- Boy is one of those songs that didn't really register with me until quite a few years after getting into that album. Mm. And mm. it now sticks out as a real highlight for me. Yeah, yeah. A real, really good example of, of what they can do when they do those kind of slower, more ballady songs. I think um, 
Um, I think the one I haven't put in my top five that I'd like to shout out from very fast is um, it's Good Luck. I think that's a brilliant song. That's off of uh, In Nothing We Trust. Oh, is it now? Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. Um, but yes, also great. Yeah, yeah. Um, no One Wins the War, you mentioned there. Yeah, brilliant song. Um, the other thing, right, is that those first two albums are, by by today's standards, anyway, incredibly long. Mm. There's lo- Was it 16 tracks? Yeah, ra- Race Car is 16 fucking tracks long, yeah. Like, I can't remember the last time I listened to an album that had 16 tracks on, <laughs> like that. From As a debut album, that kind of music. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty all killer, no filler. Like, oh, Dusk is another one I want to shout out. Amazing song. Amazing, beautiful. We're basically just going to be the entire song list of Ruben now. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's um, hurry it along and um, we'll go for your number five first, Chris. Okay, I, okay. This is quite a nice one as a first one to talk about because it goes back to what I was saying earlier about uh, when I first heard them and it was the first song that I heard by Ruben uh, because of a Rock Sound free CD. Oh, yes. I even looked up earlier the particular Rock Sound CD that it was on because I still have them all. Okay, uh, who, who else was on it? It was a cracker. We had Grand, Grand Conjuration by Opeth. Lovely. Uh, what else did we have? Nothing Remains, Shimera. Oh, lovely. Uh, oh, there's some crackers on there. I can't remember off the top of my head, but there were some really good ones. And there was also Transplants. Right, okay. Transplants. Yeah, so Lights Out was that one. Yeah. Just, again, even now, I feel like it's there's something special about that song in terms of it, it takes turns that you're just not expecting it to take. There's something that sounds very familiar about it, but whenever I've sat down and tried to just play something similar, I don't know how, which probably is going to sound like a really stupid thing, probably easy, but I don't know. There's something very, 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 very Ruben about it, especially at that time, like we were saying, the kind of stuff that was popular, and on the other stuff on that CD, it just stuck out. Um, I am, no spoilers, but I'm staying quiet. Um, my, <laughs> um, my number five is um, moving to Blackwater from okay. race cars, race car backwards. Um, yes, uh, Black um, Blackwater is a um, is an area of Surrey, I think near Frimley. Um, they're sort of area um, area of Surrey and. Um, just nice to have a, a sorry shout out on a record. Um, <laughs> they, they, they had plenty of those. They, the aforementioned B-Stars compilation was called, um, no, the DVD that came with, yeah. we should have gone to university was called What Happens in Aldershot Stays in Aldershot. Um, but yes, um, moving to Blackwater, why is it so good? Um, I think I love, I love the lyrics. They're very tender and um and lovelorn and um that bit that bit especially when Jamie is singing My Heart is held together with string and cellar tape is and, and goes into a scream and then a breakdown is yeah, absolutely fantastic. Just I forgot about that bit. I forgot that was in that song. And then and then and then the violins come in later. It's just it's just a bloody lovely song. 
Um, nothing massively special about it. It's, it's just less than four minutes, straight up, great, great rock song. Um, yeah, can't, can't, can't fuck with that really. No. Um, number four, Chris. Okay, so my number four is, is <laughs> one song in my, t- <laughs> yeah. I think my top five tells you what my favourite Ruben album is, because mm. this is the only one that's not from that album, uh, which is Cities on Fire, the opening track from another. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just one of my favourite album opening songs ever. Mm-hmm. I just think it's great at what it does. And the fact that they chose that as a single as well is something that I really enjoyed. Because it's not yeah, the... but um, <laughs> the, the, the single from the album with no singles. Yes, exactly. Even Deadly Lethal, as great is, is not a single. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's too fucking weird. Uh, yes, yeah, it's on I think it's really good. one of my favourite things that that Ruben do is that whole kind of epic, epic moments, epic soaring kind of melodies mm-hmm. that don't remotely feel kind of cheesy or overblown. If I if I remember correctly. Does Cities on Fire go, go into We're Going Home in an Ambulance? It does. On the record. I mean, that's that's a one-two. Yeah. Right there. Uh, I forgot that in my honourable mentions, but We're, uh, we're Going but, Home in an Ambulance. Yeah. That, that song, on its own, to me, doesn't... I don't think of it as being great, but when you listen to the album and it go, comes in from Cities on Fire, mm. it, it sounds great. And I think that, yeah, again, that, that speaks to the strength of Cities on Fire as a song, but it sets that up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, my number four is Fall of the Bastille. Um, you mentioned it in your yep. honourable mentions. Very, um, that's one of those that was very, very, it was that all lights out as my number five. Yeah, Basically. and I think what I have to say, of it, say about it is it's quite similar to what you said about lights out. It's just those twists and turns it takes it's completely unpredictable and turns on a 50 pence piece you know and um that unbelievable drum solo from guy davis yeah it's just fucking from comes out of nowhere just absolutely battering the shit out of his kit (laughs) and it's that final final coda uh with an a classically epic scream from Jamie to close out the song. Yeah. Um, it's just a great song, Light Lights Out, about a relationship that doesn't make any sense anymore. Yep. Uh, Ruben were great at those, <laughs> yep. whether it be romantically or as a band, which I'm sure we'll both go into later. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, number three, Fall of the Bastille. Uh, yeah, your your number two. Gosh, we're, Go going, we're rocking through these. That was only four. We're on number three. Oh, was it? Sorry, my bad. Yeah, so number th- my number three, uh, which is my I I kind of I love my favourite Ruben songs generally are the kind of those those longer kind of uh, meandery ones that take those turns that we're talking about. However, when it comes down to just balls out brilliant rock song Blade Thrower mm. is 
is just the one. That's one. Okay. There's one of those songs. I think I've maybe got maybe five to ten songs in my life where I can put it on and I'm energized immediately <laughs> and take anything on. It's just, it's, yeah. I don't. I don't have anything else to say about that. It's flamethrower. Uh, Jamie's cynicism, right front and centre, making a chorus out of "No, I don't feel so fucking good. I need somebody <laughs> to blame." Yeah, <laughs> just wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, it's just fucking brilliant. Yeah, any other songs that do that thing that he does, where he's barking. <laughs> like the really short syllables, barking it, and then going into just saying it and bark like the. <laughs> but, oh what, yeah, no, what I know, what I want to say, yeah, why great. Do do that? It doesn't make sense, but it works. <laughs> um. Okay, so we're on my number three, and yeah. that's lights out. Um, that song again. Um. Yes, I think I first heard this song on that very same Rock Sound CD and fell in love with it, uh, having already been into um, Race Cars, Race Car Backwards before that. Um, I, I know we try not to mention him these days because he's a racist cunt, but <laughs> something about the lyri- lyri- lyrics of Lights Out puts me in the mind of Morrissey. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just those clever turns. The, the Jamie, the Jamie, the Jamie employs and like, yeah, just having such a world weary way of describing fall out, falling out of love with someone just feels very Smithsian. Yeah, I get that. Um, let's talk about all the things that we have in common. Uh, I was about to say, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking <laughs> of. It's just, it's, yeah. It's just fucking fun. Uh, like, balls out, rock song, about hating your life and everything about it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just brilliant. Oh, my God, I love Ruben. Right. Um, number two. Right. We're getting into the big leagues now. Again, I still, I don't even know if I'm, if I agree with my, the order of my top two here. And I think we've had a similar conversation where you are surprised by one of these, and I still don't know why. But, yeah, okay, number two is Return of the Jedi. Okay. Um, it's the... I mean, where to start? The, the drums, I think, this, I think it is the best song for Guy overall as a whole mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. He does things with it that just transform the song in places uh, and lift it to being incredible from when it would have just been very good. Again, now I don't know how much of this is kind of having been in crappy bands that don't get anywhere for over a decade. <laughs> but the lyrics are beautiful. Mm. I mean, there's something, I think as well as as, as when you're kind of when I was like, I don't know what, like 18 and listening to that song, so between 16 and 18, there's something about hearing the singer of the band sing for, how long is that song? Like six minutes? Seven and a half. And that entire song is just him very, very obviously saying, this is really shit. 
<laughs> I don't know why I'm doing it. Uh, something about that made me fall in. That was the moment I think I really fell in love with Jamie Lemon as a songwriter. In terms of that cynicism of just being like, it. I mean, you could have hit it in the metaphor. You could have been pretty with it. You could have been clever with it. No, you're just literally basically listing the things you hate about being in a band. Um, like, fuck it. I'm just, um, I'm just gonna do it. Uh, might as well while we're here. My number one is Return of the Jedi. Yeah, thought it might be. Yeah. Um, Very near mine. I'm still not sure. I ca- I, ca- I came to this realization quite recently that I think it's objectively the best Ruben song. Yeah. Objectively. That's why like, it does. My being my favourite versus what I think it should be. I think you're right. Objectively, it is the best one. Like, um, like we're having a conversation down the pub recently about what your favourite Queen song is. Like, I have other favourite Queen songs, but objectively, Bohemian Rhapsody is yeah. the best Queen song. And objectively, Return... Not saying... I mean, kind of in a way, Return of the Jedi is Ruben's Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go out and let him say it. Well, where do I fucking begin with Return of the Jedi? It's, yeah, like you say, sardonic, vitriolic, cathartic fury at the record industry and how shit it is yeah. being in a underrated, underappreciated, underloved band and thinking and and seeing everybody out there thinking, so, so what? So what? You're in a band. You're living your dream. No, I'm not living my dream. I'm still stuck in Aldershot being a fucking waiter <laughs> and an office job looks more appealing. Like, it's... It's so hard to listen to as someone who's had dreams of being in a band for a long, long time, but it's reality, uh, especially today. Like, this song came out in 2007, and it's even more pertinent per- in 2020. Yeah. How dreadful it is trying to make a living out of being in a band. Are you right? Uh, there, is, there is that discomfort from the point of view as well. Of it's, it's a great song and a brilliant song to listen to and to hear the singer of a band that you love like that, yeah. how much they don't enjoy it. <laughs> it's a pretty difficult thing, because it's like, I mean, you know, you're sitting there listening to it going, please, please don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did in the end. <laughs> and that's what makes it even, slightly, even more heartbreaking, yeah. because it's right there in, 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 in ink, yeah. why, the, exactly the reasons why they split up. Yeah. Um, because Jamie couldn't take it anymore, and neither could the other two. And just so many brilliant lyrical turns on that track. It's brilliant musically, like you said, guy whacking the shit out of his kit, those riffs from Jamie. Um, Please hear helmet rip-offs, they don't play my rent. (laughs) Piracy is piracy, whether you you sail the seven seas or surf the net. Ah. uh, it's it, and, and and spitting out it's fifty grand to make a fucking video, <laughs> and Saudi and 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 Saudi tracks cost uh, cost a fifth of that. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, fifth a track. That's it. Um, yes, Return I mean, of the Jedi is yeah. my number one. 
Um, Go on, so what's, for, for, so we've got the completeness, what's your number two? It is Freddy Krueger. So, okay, okay. The, uh, the second best Ruben song about being in Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Freddy Krueger. Um, it was, I think it was everything associated with watching it live. Um, I saw Ruben a few more times than you did. Yeah. Not to go na 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 na, shove it in your <laughs> face. But, um, that was always the favourite that got the entire place moving, yelling, screaming, shouting. <coughs> just, yeah, the most unifying experience every set. Just, my name is Freddy Krueger and I've got the Elm Street Blues. I've got a hand like, like a knife rack and I die in every film. Just absolutely phenomenal. There's, there's something um, about that lyric. The, 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 the cementing of them, their cult status of a band was right then and there, watching yeah. that live every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not much more I can say about Freddy Krueger, really. It's just a really fucking good song. Again, another one I'm not sure why I didn't even put it on my honourable mentions, really. Yeah. I think it's an easy one to take for granted because it's very simple compared to a lot of the others. Yeah. Kind of just take it for granted as being there, but it's a great, great song. Right. Um, so all that, all that remains to be said now is your number one, Chris. Yeah, which I think, yeah. It's, it's every time a teenager. Okay. Which I'd say probably 10 years ago was my favourite. Mm-hmm. And then between then and now, it's kind of gradually gone down the ranks. Mm. And then I was having a proper listen to like my favourite Ruben songs again in the last 24 hours. And I was like, nah, it's still there. Yeah. It's, it's up there. One of the big things I realised was that I think that song is in my head still, since the first time I heard it to now, every time I write a song, that song's in my head. <laughs> like, the structure of it, the the different elements they've got involved in it, it's the song I dream of writing one day, which mm. is really fucking tragic, because it already exists. <laughs> yeah, I'd love, again, again, I think... Guy, I think, yeah, guy, guy at the beginning and all the way through it again, there's bits that he does which just make things work to the next level again. When he, the way he comes in over the electronic beat at the beginning, compliments it. The way it goes through so many different movements and every single one of them has his own hook. Yet it has bits that are like nirvana and heavier shit as well. A nice delicate bit in the middle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the one song that has got a bit of every different part of Ruben that I love. Yeah. Um, again, um, not to go, no, 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 make you jealous, but this little personal story. Um, Chris, unfortunately, had to miss a day of Arctangent Festival last year. And um, some of you who are there may remember um, Will from the band Black Peaks was very poorly last year 
and we're um, both very glad that he's um, on the mend and doing a lot better. But um, uh, Jamie Lemon filled in on vocals for Black Peaks, and I saw a Jamie Lemon fronted Black Peaks cover every time a teenager listens to the drum and bass and another rock star dies. And yeah, a, a festival of many musical highlights that's right up there. Sorry, Chris. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, Chris, it is off to cry now. So (laughs) that's where we'll leave it for today. Um, Thank you very much for listening um, to our um, pre-pilot test. Um, If this ever sees the light of day, it might not. Um, But um, yeah, Um, what we what we will do before we close is. have you got, if you've got any recommendations for things that people should be checking out, um, I think both of us quite like that new Nothing record. Yeah, uh, the Great Dismal. That's uh, worth that, that's worth a look. And um, I really like the new um, Zelenada EP too. And um, I got recommended by a friend actually, Chris, um, yeah. a band you might be into, instrumental London-based post-metal band called Mountain Caller. I listened to the first couple of tracks a day, and it's good. It's Ooh. very good. <laughs> this will destroy you, meets R- Russian circles. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, so that's where we'll leave it for today. Um, you can follow us on our personal socials. I'm on at OllieXCore, O-L-L-I-E-X-C-O-R-E. Um, but also follow, uh, give our band a follow. Uh, we are on Twitter at M-E-A-O-A-B. Uh, Facebook's the same. And on Instagram, you can both follow M-E-A-O-A-B and our, um, our promotions thing. Um, hopefully when COVID isn't a thing anymore, we'll be putting on some more gigs. So as, uh, Grimheart Promotions, you can follow us there on Instagram at, at Grimheart Promo and also same on Facebook. Um, okay, thank you very much for t- uh, tuning into the Unnamed podcast, another music podcast for you all, and uh, we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. <laughs>